0: Here's Randy Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to a fine time for healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. Wow, it is September already. I know it's like I do two two shows every week, so that would be two, four six, pretty much eight shows a month, and I just feel like I'm always talking about the next month and it just seems to come around. Um, but here we are in September, so we're heading into the fall. Uh, did you know that we hold in our DNA three generations of unhealed pain and trauma it's no wonder we find it challenging to manifest the life we desire free from limitations free from fear when we begin believing in ourselves it then makes sense that we only use 40% of our true potential um, for the past ten years, today's special guest, Sarah Vi has been transforming women's lives, including her own. She's the best selling author of the beloved children's book, Let Your Inner Golden Sparkle Shine, and the author of her new release, I Wish I'd Known, which is a transformational memoir of her healing and offers her tools and offers tools of transformation. Sarah has become an internationally sought out energy healer and inspirational mentor. helping women and men heal their inner trauma and self-doubt so that they can live abundant, joyful lives. She has been featured on ABC, NBC, CBS Affiliates, and her articles have reached Huffington Post and Modern Mom Magazine publications. And I'm really excited to introduce her to you. So here we go. Good morning, Sarah.
1: Yay, good morning, good morning. Wow, I'm like, oh, who is that person you're talking to? And it's like, oh, wow, it's it's Yeah. So Thank you so much for for the great introduction and having me here. Thank you. Oh, you are very, very
0: welcome. So today we're going to be talking about ancestral patterns, um, how to break these cords that are holding us to these old relationships. So what
1: are ancestral patterns? So yeah, I love I love this question um because sometimes, you know, in in our healing, sometimes we don't even know like what what the heck are are we trying to do in the first place? But ancestral trauma is has been something that I have really been fascinated um about because in my book, I healed a lot of my ancestral traumas and what, what it actually means is, is it, it kind of refers to the trauma that's passed down from, you know, a trauma survivor to their descendants. And it doesn't matter at all, you know, what the degree of trauma really is. You know, trauma doesn't have to be, you know, sexual or, you know, physical abuse. Trauma is just an interpretation of, you know, what a child experiences in their, in their childhood. And what they're actually holding is the energy from something that their ancestors haven't healed. So they hold on to it, like, as you had stated, um, you know, in their DNA. And, you know, any kind of um, experience in our lives is actually energy. We are creating that energy in our bodies. I'm an energy healer as well. And I just find this absolutely fascinating how, you know, we think we can manifest you know, abundance, love, happiness, joy, and we wonder, like, why can't I do this? And this is my story. You know, is healing this? Um, you know, the the ancestral patterns from my childhood, and that's
0: just so fascinating. But it makes it makes tremendous sense. I mean, it makes so much sense. It's very logical because. So a lot of it's not just what we're dealing with in this lifetime. It's what we've carried in our DNA for generations, and um, yeah. you know, and yeah, trauma can be anything. Trauma trauma can be childbirth. I mean, mm-hmm. it can be it can be anything. <laughs> oh.
1: you know, we're going through stress. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's, it could be the relationship. I'm just kind of thinking of I, I call, the women that I work with. I call them, you know, affectionately my no matter what women. And I'm, I'm thinking of the things that some of them have had to heal. And it could be a relationship to your mother, you know, her mother's pain and anger that she feels inside of her can be your trauma that you have to deal with. And I, I see this all the time. Um, So it it really does not matter what the degree is because trauma can also be an interpretation, like I said, of of young children. You know, if a two-year-old, you know, wants to be held and is raising their arms, you know, wanting their mommy to pick them up and she actually goes and answers the phone, this actually can also be traumatized. Like it's an interpretation of what does that mean to that little child. And, you know, the, the the book Let Your Inner Golden Sparkle Shine um is an honoring of my little girl. The character on the front is actually me. And she it was like an honoring of finally healing um that inner child. And so our inner child, the energy of our inner child, we all have one. Um, you know, she is what we are we are actually healing. Wait, she or right. he.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think that's really important um, for uh, people who are having trouble releasing things in um, in adulthood, that they mm-hmm. um, do their inner child work and connect with that part of them and, and allow that child to heal. I mm-hmm. think that's really, really yeah. important. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, this is, you know... We're living in a society with many issues and addictions and things like that. And um, do you think that a lot of this is just old ancestral patterns, trauma? Oh, um, yeah. one,
1: yes, yes, 100%. And in, in my book, there is a, in, I can't remember what chapter it is, but I call what I used to do filling my empty you know, I was, and I, I wouldn't go as far, I don't know how, how we, we can analyze like what an addiction is, but I pretty much tried everything to try to fill the emptiness that I was feeling inside. And, you know, it was, it, and I believe that it was an, an ancestral pattern that I was trying to fill. And, you know, I addictions start with, maybe somebody just not knowing what to do how you know and their 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 thoughts that you know they have inherited you know the patterning of our thoughts can create this like um you know the stress and anxiety and sometimes people don't know what to do and unfortunately addictions give us a very false sense of of um and then obviously what we know on the other side is empty, you know, a half an hour later, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol, my, mine was, you know, over shopping, mine was actually over exercising. And I, you know, I, that one point, um, my body was so broken down from me exercising because I think, oh, if I have a perfect body, then I'm going to feel happiness and, you know, relief. But of course we know, um, that doesn't happen <laughs> so so it is it is um, addictions I'm not I am not a doctor but I from my experience in my own life and also from all the, the women and men that I work with this is the, it is the the seed of why addictions start in the first place
0: mm. okay so if we have ancestral trauma or these ancestral patterns of trauma um, and we're raised in a family where um, our parents really notice um, our needs and um, really help us to develop in the best possible way. Can we heal that through that kind of experience?
1: yeah I, I i mean you know raising children i have four grown children and i in in my book uh my new book um i talk about you know of course we as as parents um you know like me are very were very was very conscious of not passing on the pattern i was just always very aware that i didn't want my children to Um, go through that. So I raised them with a very conscious mind with, you know, if I started to do something and it was like, oh, my gosh, that's what I heard as a child, I immediately stopped doing it. I don't know. There was something that I I did. But I think that absolutely, you know, if you are dealing with, if the parent is dealing with um, the trauma from their experience, um, if they're, you know, in therapy or having a, a coach or, you know, whatever they're doing, if they are working on their healing and raising their children, absolutely, we can break the cycles. I am all about breaking the cycles, but we have to, what, what we get to do is we get to heal ourselves first so that we don't pass these, um, pass these generational traumas to our children. It's all about behavior. It's about energy. And if we are feeling, you know, a negative or stressed, but we're, you know, we're trying to pretend that we're happy and joyful, people are picking up on the energy inside of us. You know, one of my favorite quotes is, your inner feeling is your magnet. So whatever you're feeling inside is actually what you're, what you're attracting on the outside.
0: Oh, That's so true. I love that. That's a great quote. Um, Yeah, I did a very similar thing with my children. Um, I I was conscious about every single thing that I did, because I came from a a pretty messed up background as well. And um, yeah, yeah, and we were able, you know, because I was also determined to break the cycle, uh, that it would stop with me, because, you know, I'm one of three siblings, and um, I'm the only one that Mm -hmm. had children, and Mm -hmm. I was determined to break it. So yeah. So what are relationship cords and, um, and how do we begin to sever them?
1: Yeah, so every, like, like I had said before, everything that we experience, every person that we meet and we are in, in touch, you know, on a regular basis, everything has an energy to it. We obviously can't see it. It's it's not something tangible we can hold in our hands, but it really is an energetic connection that we have to somebody. You know, if you, for instance, if you, and I'm just using this as an example, is if you are at a party um, and you meet somebody for the first time and you're like, "Gosh, they have such great energy." That is a that is an energetic cord, and you know, in the healing world. You know, we have these energetic cords mostly to our family of origin because we are, you know, on a regular basis, we pick up their energy. I mean, there's not like a, you know, a string dangling from you, but it it really is an energetic um, frequency, if you will, um, that we are connected to them. And I do these um, energetic um, releases or cord-cutting meditations. And it really is envisioning or visualizing that you're actually severing the cord that you have connected to somebody that perhaps you know has had a negative um, you know, emotion or that you want to let go of something. It really is just an, a, a, a way of, of energetically cutting a cord through visual, visualization. And so these relationship cords it's just an energy. It is, you know, I say just, but it can be as if we are being, um, you know, rooted with somebody and we just can't let go of it. That's why we, we, you know, perhaps have, you know, the same patterns that we that we experience over and over again because it's energy. And... I've done cord
0: cutting before. Sometimes you have to repeat
1: mm-hmm. it. it's not always a oh, one and done. Yes. Right. No, absolutely not. And and it and it's it's a and, it's a, a mind it's a mind ex, experience. You know, it's not like it's so difficult for some time for some people sometimes because we all want something that is tangible that we can hold in our hand, and sometimes visualizing can be very challenging um, to people. But, yeah, we, we do. And I've, I've had to go back over and over again with some of my, no matter what, women and men, um, to go back and, and cut these cords over and over again if there's still a charge. You know, that's one of the, the steps of letting go is noticing when you feel triggered by something. That's a cord. That is a connection. That is energy that we are still connected to.
0: That's just so true. Thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the people that I work with, um, you know, they have had some pretty serious, seriously damaging relationships and Mm -hmm. um, there's brainwashing involved. And so often it's very difficult for them to release what has been yeah. programmed into them. Very, very difficult. And so, you know, we mm-hmm. do that work, we, we get them um, you know, thinking in a in a in a different way. But sometimes there is mm-hmm. still that piece, that that cord mm-hmm. that keeps them connected to this that is just, you know, and and what they know intellectually is not what they're feeling, what they're experiencing emotionally. So mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is a perfect um mm-hmm. to to get rid of that. How? Um, so you yeah. said that you do a cord cutting, um, uh, whatever it is with, with people. Medi- uh, meditation, with, yeah, meditation with people. And um, yeah. how does that go? Like, what are you doing in the cord cutting process?
1: So what? What I do in in one of them, I have I have many different ways, but one of my favorite ones is you actually, you know, first the first thing that we we get to do is get our mind so it. It's quiet. You know, we don't want to come into this cord cutting, you know, with all those swirling emotions. And the cord cutting is that you you kind of get quiet, you get connected to your body. And and I have them bring um, forth in their mind a situation or a person that causes a little bit of, like, um, you know, triggering or I, I kind of like a bubbling up of, of an emotion in your body, like a tingling or a warmth when you think of that, and you pull that emotion into your body, and then you actually I have them actually see themselves holding a sword. Um, I don't know whatever whatever you want to cut. Sometimes people have cut with with feathers, you know, like magical feathers. It's all again a mind a mind um, meditation and you actually see yourself seeing the cord connected to the situation or the person, and you actually see yourself cutting it, like one, two, three, okay, let go, cut. And, and it, you can actually, I've seen, you know, some of my, my clients really feel an energetic jolt when they cut the cord from whatever it is that they're, they're trying to release. It's pretty fascinating. I did a, I did a whole course on um, cord cutting and it really helped me because really what our emotions are, 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 trigger, are, are being triggered by is something that's happened to us in the past. And it, it, there is nothing there. We, we think it's, it's something, but it really isn't. It, there's nothing there except for a memory that has been ingrained in our mind over and over again. So first we get the trigger, which is that like, oh, that reaction or defensiveness. Then we get a thought of, you know, whatever whatever is on your thought pattern reel. And then you feel an emotion. So it's thought, trigger thought emotion. And when we learn how to control that, when we learn to be in control of whatever we're thinking, we're able to start, you know, cutting the, the energy from it. But first, we you know, that's the number one thing when we're in this um, you know, in trying to let go of of patterning, ancestral trauma, is first we have to get quiet. And I always say, I start everybody off with meditation. There is no pill to take. There is no, you know, cute outfit to wear. We get to just get quiet. Because I'm not sure if you know the statistic, but we think every single day, over 70,000 thoughts every single day. Some we don't even recognize, some we attach to and create an emotion around, and sometimes we don't even know what we're thinking. So it's, it's, it's the best thing to do is to get your mind and your body quiet. And meditation, meditation not only changed my life, but I mean, it saved my life because I was able to quiet my mind, understand what the heck was I thinking? What, what what thoughts were I was I attached to that were that became my identity?
0: That's so important, and I agree with you. Um, yeah, you know, one of the first things that I do with my clients is, um, I give them that homework assi- assignment: pay attention mm-hmm. to what they're thinking and saying to themselves. And they go, oh, well, oh, you know, yeah. what's, what's that about? <laughs> I'm like, just do it because you have no idea what you're saying to yourself. And uh, it's oh, truly amazing, yes. right? It's truly amazing it's, what it's, we say and, oh my and how we sabotage our, so,
1: our own lives this way. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that is, and I I don't know if any of my, my lovely people are, are listening because I sent it out, Um But that they know, that language is pretty much 90% of our healing. Because, you know, if we're not even aware of what, you know, what language we are saying to ourselves, you know, how are we going to heal? Because what happens is the language gets ingrained in, in our soul, in our mind, and we start parenting our inner selves exactly the way that our parents parented us. And I know for me, my language, the, the moment I, I, I healed my language, I mean, it, it was as if like fireworks went off. It was amazing
2: that
1: the difference in my, in my body, the, the, the things that I began to manifest because I was really, really conscious of being kind to myself, looking in the mirror and, you know, giving myself a high five or smiling at least at me because we are the energy of what we say to ourselves is what we are creating inside of ourselves. So my language, because this is what I learned, was um, I would say, you know, oh, if I did something wrong or, you know, I made a mistake, I I would beat myself up in my mind and I'm like, oh my God, you're so stupid. Why did you do that? Oh, what is wrong with you? Because that language was what I thought was real. And what I thought was who, wow, I mean, I guess I'm supposed to do that. But I took the language from the unhealed parts of my mother and that's who I became my, you know, the the last line in the first chapter of I wish I'd known is what is wrong with you? You have a perfectly good horse. So you'll find out the whole story of my my life with that. I didn't want to live, but, you know, it's who I was told to be. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: so the language was impatience, was frustration, was, Mm -hmm. you know, um, disgust because it's like, why can't you do this? And how does anybody function with that? But now I catch myself i don't do I don't talk to myself poorly anymore, and mm-hmm. I'm very kind to myself, and that's where everything begins. Everything that we want to manifest in our life begins with how we treat ourselves.
0: So true, thank you for that. yeah, i got I had some weird messages um whenever I was unhappy, um my mother would mm-hmm. say. What do you have to be depressed about? You're beautiful. My mother oh. was a narcissist, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it's well, yes. like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's like okay. So is that the answer? I mean, it doesn't make it go away. So um, it's just very. No. We get some very strange messages. We ha- there's a caller in the queue, and um, sometimes people yeah. call in. And just want to listen. Sometimes they want to ask questions. So I'm going to check in and see if this person would like to ask a question.
1: Sure.
2: Hello. Good morning.
1: Hi. Good. Hi.
0: Good morning. How are you? Good. Welcome to a fine time Hi. for healing. Did you Thank have you. a comment or question for
2: Sarah? I do. I do. Good. I have com- not a question um, because Sarah's my coach. Oh, is this (laughs) Leslie? (laughs) Yes. Hi, love. (laughs) Say hi. (laughs) And I just want to say that Sarah has taught me all of these things that you're talking about, and it could not be truer, her words. And just she's a fabulous coach, and all these things that she's taught me, the letting go and the cutting of the cords and we do it we've done it on a semi regular basis probably i've been seeing her for over a year and a half and it's just been it's been um life changing to say the least i oh, think and you. Um, yeah oh and my gosh it's just, it's just amazing and i'm i'm so lucky that uh that i found her that i learned these these um Different ways to live my life, to learn about my problems, to learn about my um, my life, to learn about how to live my life in a different way, and it's all just hmm. I could not be more grateful. Oh now. well,
1: thank you, thank you so much for saying that, Leslie. I yes. appreciate
0: that. Thank you Leslie. That's Thank beautiful. you for the
1: comment. Keep
0: um you um was there anything else you wanted to share or should I just put you back on hold point, so you can keep
2: listening? Yeah, I I'm definitely going to keep listening of course, but I am um, it's just um I'm just so grateful to be a no matter what woman and and um and I I don't know there why I'm getting curious, crying out loud, oh. but well the I, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very um very emotional, but it's the uh, cutting the cords and breaking the cycle and all of those things and being the best person that I can be and all those things I've learned through Sarah. And um, mm. and it's a very emotional thing, obviously, mm. but it's also a very, it's very uplifting. It's life changing, mm-hmm. life altering, all those things. Mm. And to anybody that's listening this, thinking of making those changes and and reaching out to either you or Sarah or somebody to do any of this work. It's yeah. not easy. It is so worth it. Yes. Yeah. Thank oh, you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, love. Thank you. You, are, okay. so, Thank you. you so, are so
0: right. And 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 what's really interesting, I think, about these kind of transformations is It doesn't take years like, you know, people think that if they go to see a psychotherapist, you know, they're going to be in therapy for years and years and years and the needle moves a little bit each year, you know, maybe, maybe hardly any. But when you're with the right Mm -hmm. person that knows how to change your language and change the way that you perceive life, it can happen really quickly. Um, And that's so exciting.
1: Yeah. And if I could just add something is like, you know, I feel as if the best and most powerful um, way of teaching someone else is to go through it yourself. And I know it sounds like you, Randy, has, have also gone through the healing process. And, oh my gosh, you know, yes. whatever I teach, whatever I teach, whatever I show and guide my no matter what women um, and men, um, you know, it's, something that I've done, like I don't just like read this out of a self-help book and then say, oh, try this. I have done everything. I have done the work. I have cried the tears. I have felt the emotions. I have done everything that I say, okay, this will work. I'm I'm getting like chills because this is exactly what happens when you experience it yourself. That is the number one of the number one ways. You can't change anybody else. But what you can do is you change yourself first. There is no there you can't change somebody else. So if we change ourselves, we experience the healing and then we can be the guide to others. Because what oh I my see gosh, in yeah. so many so many people is when they start changing their inner frequency in the, you know, by healing, it's a ripple effect that when you change yourself, it ripples into all the people that show up in your life, it ripples into showing you know, your spouse or your husband or whatever, you know, it, it ripples into somebody else. That's how you change other people is you change yourself
0: agreed 100 sure. 200%. <laughs> I completely mm-hmm, agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that you have yeah. to yeah, you have to live it and experience it before you can help other people. You know, and this is this is it's a this is a frustrating aspect of society. I'm glad that um coaching became something that's so popular because mm-hmm. um it used to mm-hmm. be if you didn't have initials after your, you know, um a title or whatever after your name, yeah you were not equipped to help people. And I know that, um, you know, and and that is not the case because life experience is much more impactful. So uh,
1: I, I run, I kind of run the opposite direction when somebody has a, you know, letters after their name, because there's a difference between, you know, traditional therapy and coaching therapy, Uh Kind of, I mean, yes, they go back into the past and they kind of talk about your situation, but what, what my method is, is to give you practical little steps to get you to where you want to be. So I kind yeah. of am, am, am a coach who works, you know, in the gap, you know, where you are to where mm-hmm. you want to get, we work in the gap, you know, and I, and I, and I want, to, and I see progress, you know, with people. It's just amazing. And I've done, therapy, I've got psychology and I felt always like they were better than me just because they had the book knowledge Mm -hmm. and I didn't wasn't willing to be vulnerable with them because I felt sort of intimidated or whatever. But with coaching it's like, okay, I've done this. It works. You Mm -hmm. just you get to take the steps over and over and over again until you get to the other side. We can't do this work. We cannot. It's impossible. I mean, you can think that you can do it by yourself, but it it really is the most um, powerful experience to do it with someone who's done it before.
0: Yes. You know, when I was publishing um, or or trying to publish my book, Close Encounters of the Worst Kind, which is, is the narcissist. I English love
1: that title.
0: That's guide fabulous. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I'm getting ready to put out the second edition, but I had a, an agent, I was trying to do traditional publishing. You know, I think we all kind of maybe try to do that at one time and she had, um, brought it to one of the top educational, um, publishers and they loved the book. And then they asked her, so what is her, what is her education? (laughs) So she came back to me, she goes, they want to know what your education is. So I wrote out this whole thing, you know, which life exactly. And they said, well, I'm sorry, we can't publish this book. And um, wow, listen, I mean, that's the way it is. Fine. I don't need them to publish my book. And it's done just fine yeah. without them. But, you know, that's just the point. We have another caller. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to oh. put um, this caller on hold. Okay. And let's see if this other caller has a question. Maybe it's another one of your clients. Let's see. Oh, Okay. Good morning, thank you for calling in. Did you have something you wanted to say or share?
3: Hi, yes, thank you for taking my call um i want I love the topic and um I actually have been kind of like dealing with this for a long time, and um, I'm a very aware person, so I've always been aware of kind of um what has happened to me and Um, what I think, and my inner child, and all of those things. I really always have been aware. Um, I think for me, I think it's like my inner child, is like a a lot of shame and guilt kind of was transferred onto me from my mother, or Mm -hmm. projected onto me, say around money. Say if I asked for money or want something nice, I was kind of like shamed, right? So I realized Mm -hmm. that My inner child, it's like she has, um, now even though my mother tells my, say, my sister or brother positive things about money, she projected negative things or shame onto me. So I think my Mm. inner child has like a um, loyalty to her or like she wants her approval. Uh, So it's like, so it's a fear. So Mm -hmm. it's like when I think of things I want or things like that, because my inner child is also a people pleaser, was a people pleaser, Mm -hmm. she doesn't really go to how she feels about (laughs) it. She goes to how my mother feels about it or what she was Mm -hmm. supposed to feel about it. And so I really try to get to, I want to think about me first and what I feel. I don't have to think about a topic what she thinks about a topic. I think Mm -hmm. because I've been an empath, I probably, it was easy for me to absorb her shame or her guilt, but it's really hers because she should be happy you know, real love wants you to be successful, wants you to be happy, wants you to get everything you want, you know. So I'm really, um, mm-hmm. I've done cord cutting, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's about, um, I guess, like a loyalty or I'm just trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to either release that fear mm-hmm. or change any loyalty because I don't want to be loyal to, a, to to those thoughts,
0: you know, right. or it hurt. Sounds or like, or it sounds having, like, an like an enmeshment. It sounds like an enmeshment, Mm -hmm. which um, a lot of uh, adult children have with a parent like Mm -hmm. that. And you sound like you were scapegoated as a child. And, um, you know, there's. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so this pattern of people pleasing happens because Mm -hmm. it's the only way that you could Calm your environment down. It was the only thing that you could do. You yeah. had no other tools And so when you do that in childhood, you become an adult that does that and but I have a lot mm-hmm. of clients that have this enmeshment with the mother mm-hmm. and um, And it's very painful. I had it. I had the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult mm-hmm. to break, but it can be broken mm-hmm. Sarah any comments on um, mm-hmm. any ideas for this her? So.
1: Yeah, this is so. Thank you so much for this this great topic. Yeah, I mean, the, here here is that evidence of how we hold on to somebody else's um, beliefs, their energy, mm-hmm. and scarcity. You know, because I believe that you know anything negative and disempowering is coming from a. I call it the inner scarcity, and uh, this is really interesting because this is what for the past year and a half, I have been feeling my belief around money. And because mm-hmm. I inherited the actions and the behaviors of my mother, my mother, bless her, her soul, um, had a very, very fierce, um, you know, mindset and also the way that she took care of herself. And I... Modeled that, mirrored that when I was in my in my adult um, in my adulthood, and you know this is something that we get to heal every single day. Yes, I love the fact that you are very aware, you know, of your thoughts. You do childhood child um, inner child healing. But this is something deeper. Like our our ideas about money and deservability and our value are all wrapped up with how we are we are told. What is you know, what, what we're being told, you know, what we do for ourselves. And I, I can I can assure you that um, as Randy had said, this is something that is absolutely doable for you and for everybody. Everybody has the ability to live with incredible abundant energy and do and and the way we started, the way that I started to shift this is to double and triple down on my self care and slowing down and making my being more valuable than my doing, the things that I would do. I just actually it's so funny, I just wrote a post about this on my Facebook page. So doubling down on self-care and, you know, slowing down in your life so that we get to be more connected and we start to love ourselves in an even deeper way is going to help you to know that you are deserving. You are, you are deserving of abundance, whatever that means, whether it's financial abundance, whether it's abundance of love, whether it's abundance of, you know, anything uh, of a healthy, happier life whatever that abundance means to you we get to do it by deepening the love we have for ourselves does that does that help you a little bit yeah
3: yeah i think um it's really more like you know it's you know it's like you it's like me and then it's in my inner child so me you know i'm yeah. you know the adult me is free it's the inner child that has the fear oh, yeah, right of course so, right. so yeah so definitely i think um I can um, work with, um, you know, self-care, just letting my Mm
2: -hmm. inner
3: child know there's no, you -hmm. know, half of these things, almost everything I've been taught was a lie anyway, right?
2: So it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. a lie,
3: or or I guess I'm being loyal to my mother, but she's not loyal to me. So it's just Mm -hmm. more of a um, coaxing my inner Mm -hmm. child to kind of like release this. Or let it go. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was wondering about the cord cutting because I do, um, like I'll say, Archangel Michael, you know, cut the cords yep. and things like that. So is that yep. what kind of cord cutting you you
0: do, or is it like
3: different? Um.
1: Yes. Yes, I I do that as well. Um, but I I'm I'm, say I I veer towards practical rather than you know angels and I mean I do use that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is an absolutely. I know Gabby Bernstein does that with um, archangels and and um, in the the energy of angels. Um, I mm-hmm. I mostly I, I do like more of a practical way, but any way okay. is 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 totally doable.
3: Yeah, but thank you. Yeah, I definitely will. Um, you know. Uh, work on, not necessarily work on, just be reminded because it's all about awareness about um, yeah. you know just my love loving myself and I get to choose for myself and I'm just trying to like yeah. I guess dissipate and, that anxiety yeah. or fear things.
1: And one one little 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 um, tidbit here is every time you think of yourself being loyal to your mother, mm-hmm. okay. Send mm-hmm. that loyalty, those beliefs about loyalty towards your mother, send it back to yourself. Like every single time, oh, I have to be loyal. No, I get to be loyal to myself first. Then you can be loyal to your mother if, if it's appropriate. But, but we tend to send the energy that we actually want to somebody else right. rather than starting, starting with us, um, you know, starting yeah. with ourselves first. Yeah, oh, I think because that. you know with the, that, yeah, with the inner
3: child, they're they're usually well. My inner child is a people pleaser, so you're, it's like you're yeah. instantly thinking of someone else first. Yeah,
1: exactly. but people and people pleasing is yeah. that your your value is only coming if you make somebody else happy. Well, mm-hmm. take that immediately right. and say, you know what? No, you deserve to be to be. I, I deserve to be loyal to myself first. I first. want to please myself first, then I can please somebody else. I don't know, you okay. know, I don't know the, the whole like that. stigma like in that. society <laughs> is, mm-hmm. you know, that what the heck, what are, what are we going to get out of putting somebody else first? I've never, I mean, I used to do it, believe me, I was a, you know, I did that with my children and my family, so I understand that. But I immediately, like, no, I'm going to do that for myself first, mm-hmm. the oxygen mask, you know, scenario that you put right. on your own oxygen mask. You please yourself first. You give yourself self-care first. You're loyal to yourself. You're impeccable to yourself first. Then you get to do it to other people. It's, it's, a, it's just a, a pattern in your mind, mm-hmm. just to shift. It is, That's
0: and, sure, and right. it's like, you know, <laughs> right. I, think of it, I think of it in terms of, you know, this. if you're giving from an empty well where you're not constantly mm-hmm. replenishing, you're going to be tired and know, cranky and exactly. worn out. So it's so mm-hmm. important for those of us who are givers, who want to help mm-hmm. other people. We have to help ourselves first. We have to. There's oh no other gosh. way to do this because when we do yeah. this, we overflow with that ability to give to others. Right. So it's really the opposite of what we've been yeah, treated to think, ex- right?
1: Exactly, yes. I don't understand why that isn't taught at school. You know, do this. It, it's always thought because, you know, going through my healing, you know, I was told that I was, you know, selfish and that all I thought about was myself and I was an the I would never to say that. I, I think would, it's
3: because they mm-hmm. tell us that is it's like to have guilt for loving yourself so it's like you always put somebody else first because you're mm-hmm. guilty for loving yourself.
0: Yes.
1: I know. Yeah. But, exactly. but you can you can just you can just be a bobblehead doll and just kind of, you know, nod and just say, "Okay." And you it's just you know, why is it that somebody else's opinion is the right one for ourselves?
0: Right, So nice. important. Yes. Well, Thank you
1: so much yes. for calling in. I mean, this was, so, thank you. This was thank you. wonderful.
0: Thank you, ladies, too. Keep yes. listening. Thank you so we much. have so much more. We have more, so hang on. I'm going I to put back on thank hold. You. Okay. Two excellent, excellent callers. Thank you. It's that's really yes. wonderful. I love um, that. Yes. So um, this can happen, you know, I feel like a lot of the trauma that occurred with me happened in utero. So it doesn't necessarily have to happen in other generations. It can happen in utero, it can happen before we're born, during the birthing process. There's so many different ways in which we can get stuck, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I love that sending loyalty to yourself. That's That's a very easy concept to grasp. You know, when you think about Mm -hmm. it, you just kind of do this
1: (laughs) U-turn. Oh no, no, no! no. You're turning it it, right, but 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 remember that you know we've been we've been um, you know playing the same game over and over and over again. So it is very it is challenging. It is. So possible. I never thought what I was doing now was pop, but if we, if we, we have to remember that we've ingrained these behaviors into our DNA as part of our identity. And that is why it is so difficult to let go or to change. And we get to do this. I mean, the way that I work is I do things very methodically and slowly, but those powerful steps get you to where you want to be so remember we've been we've been patterning the same thing over and over and over again so now we get to unlearn what we we think is true and that's the pro. i mean it's just like oh yes I, i i would say that i'm at the oh yeah i get it i mean but of course there's definitely more layers that are going to be there so yes And that's the
0: thing, you know, some people are afraid, a lot of people are afraid that if they begin the work, it's all going to come out and they're not going to be able to deal with it. But what I found for me and for those that um, coach with me is that it comes up as much as you're allowed, as much as you can handle to face. And you work through that and then you're good for a while and then maybe something else will come up. But the thing is, as these other things come up, you are then equipped. You have tools. You oh, know
1: what God. to do with that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so and, and then you what that. you... Well, I, I always think of, you know, the, the the spiraling of our, you know, healing. You know, it's like an onion, the layers. There's, there's some layers that are really thin and then there are layers that are really, really deep and thick, longer to do. I call that kind of the spiritual awakening. You know, you're in that place where you're feeling all the all the trauma and the pain and it's uncomfortable and you just want to get rid of it. And, you know, this is, this is how we, you know, we keep healing over and over again, deeper into, um, you know, the, the depth and, and then it finally doesn't, doesn't bother us anymore, but it's just a continuous, continuous um, process. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I know what I was going to say. I was going to say that you know sometimes healing is almost like you know the game whack a mole, you know where you you <laughs> you hit the thing down and then like oh wait a second oh wait it's over here now. So it it's just this continuous process of of you know healing whatever comes up, but being aware of discomfort, being aware of you know heavy emotions. You know, anytime we feel guilt, resentment, anger, fear, sadness, that is actually our inner child telling us that there's something more that we get to heal.
0: Yes, absolutely. So true. Um, You know, before you said something about, you know, how um, our energy, whatever we're experiencing is going to, by others and especially our children i think this is a really important point um i've had so many people say oh well my children don't know what i'm going through (laughs) and i say yes they do absolutely they do oh no no i hide it really well or somebody will say yeah my wife she's going through this but she hides it really well (laughs) and um Mm -hmm. and that's definitely a myth because we cannot hide it and whatever we're whatever um we need to work on is going to cause issues for our children. So I say to people, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your children because they're yeah. the ones that are going to reap this benefit.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I so agree with you that we cannot um we cannot hide it. You can think, you know, I, I have my my I call him my husband. But he would always come and i'm I'm separated after um thirty one years of marriage, so I'm kind of transforming myself. We have a very happy um relationship on the other side um Good. but he used to tell me, "Oh, I had a perfect childhood like hey, okay, this is before I really got into this you know this work, and I just was like, wait a minute, so if he had a perfect childhood." But I, everybody else, trauma. But he was not willing to face the discomfort. And still to this day, he doesn't want to feel emotions. And that, you know, you have to honor that. And there's just some people that just don't want to. But every, but I could pick up every time that he, and I would say, you know, is anything bothering you? Nope, nope, I'm great. I'm perfect, fine, everything's fine. But I could feel it. And I could feel this, feeling of like oh god something's wrong but he won't tell me and i and i can i can pick up you know my some of my no matter what women and then um will say oh no i'm fine i can immediately feel their energy so mm-hmm. it, it we don't and it, okay if you hide it what is that doing for you it's just going to pop up somewhere else like whack-a-mole it's going to come up in, in another form or it's going to come out as disease in our body if we, if we, you know, again, I am not a doctor, but I do, I do understand, you know, the holding of energy in our, in our body. And it's like filling up a glass of water, you know, the energy needs to go somewhere. So if it's clogged up, you know, it's, it doesn't have anywhere to go. the actual fact is that it, it comes out as, some sort of disease, or heart heart attack, or cancer, or whatever it is. So no if doubt something that you know. Okay, you can hide it, but what is that doing for you? What is that? Does that mean that you, you just want somebody to think that you know you're tough and you know you have not, you're you can handle everything? Well, great, but it's going to come out somehow. It's going to you know people are going to react to you different. Remembering that your inner inner feeling is your magnet and people and that's just what energy is if you hold you know if you're holding on to it it's creating an energy in your body and people can feel it on the outside of you which are your seven auras so people can feel it on the outside of you so there is no way i mean maybe maybe you just want people that can just accept you for you know i don't know for what you say that's happening but it it really isn't and your children can pick up on it People can pick up on it if they are very close to them. I I can pick up, it up pick up on it all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't hide for me. No, yeah, and I'm
1: I'm the sure same except. I'm the same, do, same you exactly. Yeah, exactly. and yeah,
0: and yeah, I can pick it up, pick up on it, and you know, when somebody's not even in touch with what's going on. But, um, yeah, it's just so we have this. it's it's a sensitivity that is, um, it's the truth teller. I mean, there's just nobody can Mm -hmm. lie to
2: us. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Right. So Sarah, um, so tell us about your two books and, um, and then tell us how we can connect with you. If uh, for for those who want to work with you.
1: Yeah. Wonderful. My, my first little cutie pie, um, Book and uh, let your inner golden sparkle shine. It's about a girl who never stopped believing, and that was released in um, where are we here? 2000? Uh, no, it was last year, last February. And so yeah, 2021. Um, and I have just released, rebirthed it. I um, have the pages of I've redesigned, and it's just such a beautiful message. The words are for children. But actually, the message is for everybody, is remembering not to um, forget about your inner golden sparkle. So that's available on Amazon, as well as my website, which is com. My next book, so excited, it's, that is launching, I'm not sure when, oh, yes, well, well here we are live, um, but that's going to be launching on uh, September 27th. And this is so exciting. It's called I Wish I'd Known, and it's in its ten ways to let go of ancestral patterns, free yourself from the past, so that you can manifest your most abundant life. And um, it's a memoir, and it's also you know practical tools that you can use. And if everybody um, lets me have your email, you go to books Sarah S A R A H V V I E dot com. They can they can come to my book launch party, which will be on the 27th. You'll get we're going to start sending out emails right now, um, or in the next week um, about you know how to to come to the party, what time it's going to be, and when people come to the party and they purchase a book, the percentage of the proceeds are going to go to a charity. Called Imagination Library, run by Dolly Parton. It is fabulous. They give uh, underprivileged children, you know, books to read. They, I've I read a statistic that they have donated over 188,000 books all over the world to this organization. And I thought it would be really appropriate to to donate a percentage of my of what I sell on the day of my book. Because I believe that if we break our own cycles, we then don't pass them on to our children. So Let Your Inner Golden Sparkle Shine is going to be the curriculum that I'm going to be donating um, some books to to the charity as well, as well as the percentage of money that uh, is spent on the day. So it's going to be kind of like a book telethon on the 27th. And anybody can come in. You have a VIP ticket to come in. I'm gonna have tarot reading. I'm gonna have meditations. We're gonna have like, it's gonna be really fun. I I have almost uh, I don't know over a hundred people that have signed up already, and the more the merrier because I really feel like this this subject is so so important to all of us. And so dot com and that and then dot com is just my is not just but it's my website and Sarah's um, with an H. H and then. Yeah. And when people buy my book, oh my gosh, you should see this. I've made this beautiful healing portal that with purchase of book, they get this amazing healing portal that they have sound healing in there. I have a quiz that you can take that lets you know where you're blocked in your uh, energy centers. Um, There's music, like a beautiful playlist that I've created to to shift your energy. There's recipes on there because I believe food is really important when we're healing ourselves. There's a whole kind, all kinds of stuff and it's so cool. So when you come to the um, book, book launch party on the 27th of September, you get all this and you get to also be a part of uh, donating the money to uh, Dolly Parton. That's
0: beautiful. And you also offer yeah. a complimentary training on cycle breaking mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. How do you, how yes, we that's, access that's that? All on, that will, that will be on my website as well, as well as the portal. Um, when they purchase the book, there's a, there's a free session in there as well. Okay. So but do if they you, have to if purchase they go to the book my, to
0: get, do they have to purchase the book to get the complimentary training on cycle breaking? Um,
1: no, no. Okay. You no, know, we'll, we'll just say because I came on here just get in touch with me. Um, I love to hear people's stories. Um, But yeah.
0: Okay. And you're, so they get, they should get in touch with you through SarahV.com or your email Mm -hmm. or your Gmail address.
1: Yeah. Email address is, um, so this is longer. Um, It's S as in Sam, V as in Victor, A-N-D-E-R-S-T-E-U-R at gmail.com.
0: Okay. Perfect. Okay, absolutely so wonderful. Well, contact well, me
1: and come on to the party. The party is <laughs> totally free. You can come to the party, and if you don't want to buy the book, you can still come and enjoy the fun. Bring your friends, bring your family, because I think the more we can get this message out, the the, the more we can shift our world. Believe it or not,
0: I am so with you. Thank you for all that you're doing. It's it's just oh, it's you're amazing.
1: So happy to, yeah,
0: to have met you and um, shared yeah. this hour with you. Yeah, it's really been yeah, wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you to the callers and um, yes. everyone who's listening. So um, anyway, have a wonderful day. It's, it's really been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much.
2: Okay. Thank you for having thank me.
0: You're. you're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive
1: updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.